Hello, hello, welcome to Season 2, Episode 5. Sorry there was a bit of a delay, there was a winter vacation, I was on vacation, and I also got really sick, I had a really old man's voice with a strep throat, can't believe I had strep throat. This inspired me to talk about strep throat though, um, because it's a perfect illustration of what can happen and why physicians are very crucial to your care. So for me, for strep throat, everyone's experience varies to some degree. Strep throat's uh, one of these nasty bacteria that, you know, we really err on the side of treating with antibiotics. Now, one of the unique things about strep throat is that it causes a really bad throat uh, infection, usually, without the symptoms of uh, coryza, or we call cold-like symptoms. So there's no runny nose, um, there's no uh, stuff coming out of your nose, Usually, every other part of your body is spared in the initial phase. Now, of course, you can get a secondary infection with the virus afterwards, but your throat is very, very raw. Now, why I saw a family doctor about day three or four into this illness was that for some reason, for me, I had the worst possible fever ever. So I was taking my daily maximum doses of Tylenol, which is, uh, for those who are not aware, is about one gram every uh, eight hours or so. It used to be a one gram every six hours, but there was a slight incidence, uh, increased incidence of liver problems. So more liver problems with one gram every uh, six hours. So I took the maximum three grams in a day. And then on day two, the fever wasn't just not going away. So I took some aspirin on top. And a lot of people think, uh, you know, is it a good idea or not? Sometimes it's not wrong to do it, but every circumstance is different. So um, aspirin is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. It comes originally from the willow tree bark, and it works through what's called uh, cyclooxygenase uh, inhibition. So it's got both a COX-1 and COX-2 effect. Now, COX-1 effects... Um, you know, lead to a lot of the uh, side effects. If you, uh, if you take this chronically, for example, a lot of people who take daily aspirin or daily non-steroidals may have an increased chance of having stomach ulcers um, and, you know, GI upset. Other people have an increased chance of getting hives, we talked about in a previous podcast. And yeah, so day two and day three, I'm on the maximum Tylenol and uh, essentially approaching the maximum aspirin dose as well. An aspirin dose maximum, it depends on the person. Um, so I tend to go by 650 milligrams uh, every uh, three, sorry, three times a day or so. That is not the maximum. Um, you can take much higher doses for certain uh, medical conditions that require it. But suffice to say, for the general average person, that's, uh, you know, you should stick to that uh, maximum. So I saw my da- family doctor on day four, and within like, 10 seconds he knew that my throat was like beet red and it was also a little bit swollen I didn't have any lymph nodes sometimes people get lymph nodes that are swollen in the neck but he took the swab and then my one of my other colleagues who has primary care experience swabbed my throat and um, it was one of those instant tests now this is a cautionary tale because the instant test told me that I don't have strep throat or I didn't have strep throat. But the confirmatory lab test, which came back, I think about a day and a half later, uh, was definitely positive. 
great segue into the treatment that I received. The family doctor that I originally saw, he was so sure that it was strep throat, uh, based on the symptoms and his exam, that he actually gave me penicillin. Penicillin is one of those medications that you think of as a very, very old antibiotic. You know, Dr. Fleming discovered it a long time ago. Um, when growing in a petri dish, he saw this mold uh, that with penicillin that was able to kill bacteria that was growing uh, in his cultures. And there you had penicillin. Now, penicillin is still to this day the preferred treatment for a number of conditions. Um, for example, syphilis, it's strongly preferred to treat it with this. For certain skin infections, uh, including flesh-eating disease, uh, it is sometimes the preferred route of treatment. For some complications of syphilis, it's preferred as well. Uh, in women with uh, group B strep, uh, common skin bacteria uh, that can be on the skin, which is not harmful for adults, but harmful for the baby passing through and getting that bacteria, it can lead to uh, uh, eyesight or vision uh, loss, penicillin is preferred. It's, uh, not only is it safe, it's very effective for in these certain situations. So I took the penicillin. Uh, thankfully, I took a dose of 300 milligrams four times a day, which was uh, you know very hard to do because you got to remember to take it four times a day. Um, I checked with the CDC. Their recommendation was that I could have taken this twice a day if I had just doubled up. Incidentally, that's what my pharmacist also suggested. So about halfway through the course, I changed it to the twice a day because it was a lot easier for me to remember. Um, anyhow, strep throat, the, reason, the other reason why I bring it up, it's also another good study in immunology. So the bacteria itself um, isn't necessarily harmful, but the immune reaction that people can have can lead to some long-term health consequences. Uh, one of the consequences is a kidney problem uh, called post-strep GN or glomerulonephritis. Your urine may become very frothy because you're le uh, losing protein in your urine. Um, the other thing is uh, it can lead to heart problems uh, with your valves. And this is all secondary to the antibody that your body uses to neutralize the infection which can damage some of your own tissue. So your own antibodies has, has this bystander effect where things similar to it uh, is damaging some parts of your body that can be uh, affected as well. Other people can get uh, bad joint uh, symptoms with uh, immune complexes. So again, your antibodies are uh, forming complexes in the body and these sort of can get stuck in joints and it can lead to uh, what's called post-strep uh, arth uh, arthritis. Um, so this is something that you want to treat quickly because the longer it goes on, your natural immunity takes a really long time to deal with this. The more uh, antibodies you'll produce and the more likely you'll have these complications. Um, so hopefully that was a good public service announcement. And one of the things I wanted to announce in this podcast is uh, I have two guest uh, podcast lecturers joining me. Uh, one is a friend of mine uh, named Ian Sunderland, plastic surgeon who's now practicing in Saskatoon. I've known him since, uh, I think, 1998 when we were in undergraduate together. Uh, one of the brightest people that I've known. Uh, we wanted to discuss some shared things that we may share between plastic surgery and allergy. The other uh, podcast will be with a colleague of mine, uh, Doug Mack. 
He is uh, one of the leading experts in Canada for uh, sub sorry sublingual allergen immunotherapy for foods. So he has been desensitizing a lot of people with a peanut. Um, again, he was one of the few pioneers of this field in Canada. So I look forward to hearing his thoughts on oral desensitization. Thank you.